CB On Air, cutting edge conversations with those in the central banking community. Hello and welcome back to CB On Air's Womenomics series. I am Rachel King, Associate Editor for Central Banking. The studio has gone walkabout today um, and we are in fact in Cape Town for Central Banking's Africa's National Asset and Liabilities Management Conference. Um, and surprisingly, Reserves has uh, appeared as one of the departments within which women have proliferated really well. Um, so the National Bank of Poland's governor used to work for the Bank's Guarantee Fund, Esther George at the Kansas Fed, um, used to head up the risk management section, and former governor of Bank Nagara Malaysia, um, Governor Zeti, used to be in charge of reserves. So there is this trend of women um, taking up senior positions in reserve management. So here to discuss that trend with me today um, is Vethegi Neidu, who is Senior Portfolio Manager at the Central Bank of the Sage Sale. So welcome and thank you for uh, joining me today. Thank you, Rachel. Uh, it's one of these most uh, prominent topic and thank you for including me to be part of it. No, you're welcome. Um, so one of, one of the questions I had for you was, we're seeing this trend of women in senior management roles in reserves and I wonder whether that's just purely because there is this uh, assumption that they're, they're better at managing risk, they're, they're more conscious, they're more risk averse, which is seen in monetary policy as well, the way they vote. But I was wondering whether you agreed with that statement or whether you had a different view on why women are going into reserve management. Uh, I think there are two main factors which contribute to that. Uh, one will obviously originate from the ultimate source, which is uh, the bank or the organization where there is a certain degree that we started to realize or accept that we can only achieve our goal when we have the right kind of a balance that include the right skill and the right pool of staff. So we need to achieve a very good level of diversity and that obviously comes in indirectly by having a, a gender diversity. We want to have the right balance. So when we can have this diverse pool of staff, then we bring in a lot of ideas, innovation, and we end up achieving our goals. That one aspect. And the other aspect is coming from an individual level itself. Uh, not uh, This is not specifically saying that women are better risk managers. But in a sense, like us women, the way we think is a bit different compared to um, the yeah, way a man yeah. thinks. Usually, whenever you look at a man, usually uh, the way they focus is more action-oriented in a mm -hmm. sense like when you're giving them a situation, the ultimate route for them is to resolve it. Yeah. But for us women, it's kind of a bit different. We want to look at more on a bigger picture, yeah. what are the different links and how does it affect it. Yeah. Having said that, I'm not really saying we are risk averse. <laughs> We're not really risk averse. I'm personally, uh, in reserve management, I do take a lot of risk. Yeah. But I'm very cautious in terms of the risk I take. I will minimize to the certain extent there is a benefit or if I want to extend the level of risk then it is validated. Mm -hmm. So I guess having that kind of perception within women uh, rather than simply saying we are better at risk managing we can also say that we can devise better risk strategies. Okay so it's more about just introducing another point of view another voice so that everything is taken into account because I guess if you do have a room full of men, there is more likely to be that groupthink mentality. So introducing another aspect is more likely to perhaps uh, 
kind of revealed risks you may not have thought about or provide a different strategy that would never have been put forward had that person not been there. That, that's more of what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. That's what you really want to achieve. Okay. Um, so if we talk a little bit about your career, um, how long have you, have you been in reserve management? Has it been something you've always wanted to go into at the central bank or is this something you've moved into and you're now like, wow, this is, this is where all women should be? Uh, I joined the central bank sometime around 2010, so it's almost like seven plus years. Yeah. It was not really a, a thoughtful move or I really wanted central bank, but a lot more to do with basically me as a person. Mm-hmm. And in general, when I look at central bank, it, other than considering as an uh, organization, I looked at it as an individual level. So me as a person is that I'm kind of a bit ambitious in life. I want, I love a lot of challenges. Yeah. I cannot be sitting back and then say, okay, I will just follow instruction. I'm not really a follower in a sense. <laughs> um, so when you look at it globally, you want to see uh, a point that actually pretty much like replicate yourself. Mm-hmm. And for me, I actually, uh, I see central bank it was pretty much basically like me. So I always tend to uh, put myself like, what if I'm actually within Central Bank and Central yeah. Bank on its own have similar qualities, which was literally looking for. So I thought it's the right kind of a move. Yeah. And that's how I end up uh, going for reserve management. So it was not really a, a very thoughtful move. Mm-hmm. It just basically, I see more myself within Central Bank. Okay, so the aspects of around Central Banking, the things that you would need to be a Central Banker, you saw in yourself, and that was why. Okay, so since since joining the department, you've obviously risen through the ranks and you now manage a team of people. How do you go about um, fostering that drive to strive for more within, within your team? Uh, a large part of that requires a good coordination within your team. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I've moved out to the ladder, like more on a management role, I tend to keep a very close linkage with my team. Mm-hmm. So there is a, a thin line that when you moved into the management, you need to let go of your operations. Mm-hmm. But I don't really fall in that trap. I always keep hold of the management as well as the operation yeah, bit. Yeah. Uh, not that I'm actually would like to like fear that my team will not necessarily mm-hmm. do the right thing. It just basically, I would really want to have a good coordination with the team. So uh, the other thing is that uh, it's one of actually qualities with we, we women are actually having is that when we move up the ladder, we want to ensure that the team or the group of staff that are among with us also follow the same path. Yeah. Uh, in that sense, I've seen myself grooming within these seven years, and I also want to ensure whoever actually behind me follows the same path. Yeah, the same path. path. Yeah. So I guess uh, I can be a very good leader in that sense, mm-hmm. bringing them together. So it's a it's an individual perspective. So my uh, objective is always like when I move up, I want to see my team all, mm-hmm. also moving up. Otherwise, there's no success. I can't really blindly say actually I've achieved if I look backward and I see there's no one behind me. So yeah. you need to have someone. Yeah. It's usually a teamwork, so not yeah. really an individual work. Well, this is the kind of role model dynamic that we've touched upon in previous episodes. And it's it's interesting that you say that you want to, you feel that it's necessary for you to act as this role model. As you've been part of the bank since, well, since you've joined, who, who have been your role models and who have you kind of aspired to look up to and sought advice for? Uh, I will definitely say the governor. Mm. Uh, it's she's the first lady governor. It's someone that I always look up for. Um, 
if you want to see actually you've seen these qualities in men's like actually the bold attitude uh, yeah. the one who's capable to actually hand, handle any kind of a decision at any point in time and i see these kind of a qualities actually mm -hmm. within our governor so not that i want to be a governor in the future but the qualities is something that you make you to look up to yeah you want to actually have those kind of a qualities within yourself if you're going to actually manage if i can have to manage a team i literally have to get those qualities from her yeah so she's one of the person i look up to okay well you're quite lucky in that sense because i think the socials has a very good gender balance within its institution mm -hmm. so have you found that when you've stepped away from your central bank you've been surprised at how other central banks are made up is that something you've noticed or definitely um when i went more for my first training i guess it was more actually about reserve management and if you're going to see the the whole audience is that the proportion of women we were uh, in that field was very very minimal mm -hmm. and i was literally surprised so i never thought actually it is more of a male, yeah. male dominant field and we see less women and it's kind of a bit surprising mm -hmm. why we have such kind of a trend although we see our uh, lately that there is few women's moving them up the yeah, ladder yeah. but to the extent if it is enough i don't think it's not enough we need to see more women seeing going up to that ladder mm. uh, a larger part of that basically is the organization needs to accept that we need more women as well yeah, we can not actually that culture shift yeah okay so how would as as a central bank that's managed to do it well how should central banks that are looking to kind of foster the the female workforce at lower levels how should they go about doing that are there policies they should implement or is it merely just ingraining it into staff's heads that there needs to be this culture shift uh by just actually educating staff i don't think things will work a lot more comes from practical and a yeah. good thing we have at the central bank of seychelles is that we have a, a policy which is set around cross training mm -hmm. which we called as the basic behind that is that you don't want to limit your staff skills you want them to actually explore vast different fields so that allows staff to actually move from one department to another or even across the unit yeah. so there's no no limitations that doesn't really apply whether you're a male or a yeah. female it's across in this uh, overall cost what we really want to achieve is that the whole bank uh, has this mass pool of workforce that is very dynamic very mm -hmm. versatile and if we can actually groom the bank in the end what we're trying to achieve is that we can actually share that to the economy as well and then build a whole financial system so that's the focus we have at the central bank so you so i guess in a way the central bank is setting the example for the rest of the financial system so if your your domestic banks see that oh there are these women in powerful positions it then sets the standard and the precedent for them exactly so if you want to uh, actually have that to apply for the rest of the world you need to have some kind of a pioneer yeah. so i guess from that aspect central bank of seychelles is really playing a good role yeah we've got your female governor leading the charge so yeah. that's good um a different question is should there be an international effort to get to get this ball rolling because as you said obviously you didn't realize there was a problem until you stepped out into the into the international context now i think the central banks that have a problem know there's a problem but the ones that are perhaps not struggling with this issue and maybe have ways to help are not engaging do you think there should be an international forum for something like this or 
globally i think most organizations should realize we having this imbalance mm -hmm. and uh, it, it, i don't think things can work out with policies and framework and i i also think actually on an individual level like us women we need also need to think that we can prove and to do that obviously you need to get the opportunities as well so it's a two-way access first mm -hmm. you need to realize on your own that i can do something i can make a difference uh we need to move outside the box not mm -hmm. the usual roles we need to actually explore other kind of a roles so if one side actually are willing to move forward i think the other end also need to open up so yeah. it's uh it's a time that we generally on a global level realize that there is this imbalance and everyone has to take an initiative and I don't personally believe that by having forums or international organization things solves immediately. Mm -hmm. It's it's like it a needs to be done at home. Exactly. Okay. No, that makes sense. So my last question for you then is if this doesn't change, if the dynamic stays the same, what will happen to central banking? Are we going to get into a point where we've come into the next crisis and we've the same things have happened again because the same thinking is still ingrained or what what would be kind of the worst case scenario? Uh, the worst case scenario is you, obviously you're going to have a disparity. One side will obviously be, uh, it's like uh, getting the popularism attitude. Mm. So you will automatically have the same. The pool will obviously be dried out. So you need, it'll be like uh, the same situation. Situation could, can, can go much worse because you're not adding anything to that. Mm -hmm. You need to have some flavors to that. So I guess, I don't think, uh, it will keep on going on that way. It will change because lately we do change, see a lot of trends happening. So I guess um, there won't be a situation that this will be sustained. Mm -hmm. And I believe actually more and more women empowerment will kick in somewhere within that whole process when we have too many male dominance. Mm -hmm. So like, so definitely there will be a change. So I don't really perceive per there will be a challenge happening. Yeah. Okay. And Sorry, this will be my final question, I promise. Obviously, it's about change. It's about making sure that we have the right viewpoints being tabled at discussions. Um, since you've joined the central bank and come into this reserve management department and taken over, have you seen a change? Have you managed to implement change? I've actually implemented quite a lot of changes. Um, that's good <laughs> yeah that, that's really really good it was not really an easy task i will say most of the time it, it was basically uh you had a lot of hiccups because as you mentioned in a central bank it's kind of actually top to bottom mm -hmm. line yeah. so you need to break through that you need to get your voices listen it's not really an easy task to get your to that stage so on a personal level i have to actually re realize on look at it okay I need to break the boxes. I might have to take a bit of risk. Yeah. It might not be the right kind of attitude for some persons or even for certain groups. So uh, at that point, the very good uh, thing that you need to look at it, you want to bring changes and you want to get a listener for that. Yeah. So if you can get the right listener, then obviously you can achieve what you really want. Yeah. So the key point of the year for me was to find that people that group of people who desperate who wanted to bring a change yeah so once we join together and obviously we put our ideas to the overall audience 
the committees within the bank, then we can bring a lot more change. Mm -hmm. So it's not really uh, one person. Yeah. It's really a team effort. Yeah, it's about finding the like-minded people. Okay, okay. So specific changes that you've made, are you able to give me kind of an insight into those? or? Uh, In terms of, I will say, in terms of reserve management, uh, one of the things I faced was our committee was kind of risk-averse. Yeah. So it was... The first thing that I need to move them, like risk, I need to teach them the fact that risk is not really a bad thing, yeah. but risk is a good thing. So from there, we moved on. Actually, we were solely investing in basically um, other central banks and everything. Then we introduced, okay, we can go a bit further. Let's look about a bit more on the commercial bank side. Yeah. Let's look about more on the corporate bank side. Yeah. Um, relook the whole policy kind of thing. We had mm-hmm. a... A generic investment policy and guidelines but to what extent we've used it we didn't really actually apply to the very extent mm-hmm. so we looked we looked at the whole policy and then find different ways we can apply that policies a larger part involved within the whole reserve management and the things we do within the reserve management we abolished a lot of more like manual processes mm-hmm. introduced a more system oriented pro- process yeah. so that's kind of a changes we bought within the bank yep so really you're not risk averse at all you're the complete opposite you're jumping in the deep end but i do have the right balance i don't yeah, really actually expose myself the, the the good thing is actually uh as have i said i don't know if i said it before like we do have this uh leadership qualities mm. within ourselves as part of the really leadership quality you do have a sense of ownership yeah, yeah, of course. So being me within reserve management, I always believe that, yes, you have reserve management, it's the national asset. But if you put yourself, it's national asset, and I also actually have a share in that, to what yeah. extent, basically, you will preserve it. So if you detach yourself with, with reserve management, obviously, you won't make a difference. Yeah, You need yeah. to have that connection. You need to have the sense of ownership. Yeah. So when you have that sense of ownership, automatically, I will take risk but my risk will be pretty much careful. Yeah. So I might not re- artificially introduce a lot of basically risk within the whole investment framework, but I want to ensure the right risk is taken at the right time mm. because time is kind of important within reserve management. If you miss the right time, then obviously you let go of it. Yeah. I think that's really interesting, actually, that it's about taking ownership and responsibility, not only for what you do, but also yourself which is something I think that this issue centers around. So thank you for for expressing that. Um, That's all we've got time for today. Listeners, I hope you tune back in again for our next episode. Um, Thank you so much for joining me. It's been great. Thank you as well.